Brisbane's better when you're listening to Stab Abby and Matt. Visit Brisbane City Council's website to find out how council is making Brisbane better too. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105. What's up, podcasters? What's up also with you, podcasters? Uh, just the boys today and for the rest of the week as Abby is yeah. off getting her shoulder reconstructed. Or we is think, she? We think. We're not going to say... Mm. What we think she might be lying to us about, but if you um, come back to the podcast tomorrow mm. or join us live for the show, um, we're, we're going to do a bit of digging because something's come to our attention that she could be lying about why she's having this week off. And she is crafty, you know. Oh, if anyone's going to pull off a lie like this, yeah. it's going to be her. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because you and I are unable to pull off a lie. Because we work with her. Because we get questioned by her. Yeah. She tells us something. We go, sweet. Yep. <laughs> but we say something and she'll interrogate when? us. When's this happening? Who is yeah. the doctor? Let me do some research. I'm like, no. Yeah. Don't look into my cover story. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But we struggled through without her. We had a pretty good show. Uh, Jess Malboy joined us. She's always a delight. We had the winner yes. of Australian Idol on as well. Yep. He reveals who he would, um, if he was on a boat and it was sinking, mm. uh, in the order of which of the judges he would save. Mm-hmm. Um, he is not media trained enough yet to know to avoid those questions. So that yeah, was great. He really did well on that timing there, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two, two more weeks. Nah, he would do, no, 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 no. I love them all. Yeah. No, no personal questions, all. please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into it. Uh, here it is, the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Shot myself in the foot on the weekend. Uh, really, really jinxed myself because I was, I'll admit, I'll put my hand up. I was being a bit of a smart aleck, right? And um, we're, at, we're at a wedding and we were down in Melbourne and the whole chat between the girls was, should I take a jacket? Because it is Melbourne, is it going to get cold? I don't want to carry around a jacket, yada, yada. And I said, well, I've got a jacket. First person that gets cold can wear my jacket because chivalry is not dead, right? Yeah. Uh, but then because I wasn't wearing the jacket, I just took it along with uh, me for other people. Um, I said to um, I said to Kel and, and Kat, who uh, I went with, I was like, I know I'm going to lose this jacket. 100% I'm going to lose this jacket. You know, you just put a jacket down, you don't think about it, it's going to be gone. Yeah. And Kel was like, well, I'll make sure that the jacket makes it home. I'm like, right, that's it. It's your responsibility. All you. All you. I even started moving it around. <laughs> To make sure she found it. I'd leave it somewhere. Kat's like, you can leave that there? Yeah, Kel's on it. She's got to get the jacket back to me. That's what she said. 100% she's getting the jacket back to me. I was like, sweet. Next morning, I wake up and it's all neatly folded on top of my bag. And she's like, there's your jacket. I got your jacket back. Oh, all right. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Then we're coming home uh, on the plane. And I was pretty, I, I'll put my hand up and say, I was dusty. Of course, oh, it was, was a wedding. Yeah, it was a wedding, and it was a good wedding, and I enjoyed myself fruitfully. Mm. Uh, so on the plane back, I just slept. I just tried to turn that switch and just pass out. And then I stood up and got off the plane and got home, and I'd left my hat on the plane. Not your favourite hat? Your Sherlock hat? Yeah, my, my, my favourite hat. My emotional support hattie, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now I'm looking into, I've just been online looking at uh, the lost property at Virgin, but of course it will require a dreadful thing to occur without the even best part of that dreadful thing. I have to do an airport run 
without actually going anywhere or oh, taking oh, anyone. Maybe I could find someone who needs to go to the airport so I can drop them off and get the hat. If I was here, I'd wait till it goes to the lost property auction at the end of the year and just buy it buy back. Buy it back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Fabulous Jessica Malboy. Jessica Malboy. Jessica Malboy. Yeah, you heard her new song just before right here, right now. It is out now and Jessica Malboy is on. Good morning. Right here, right now <laughs> with you. Great song. <laughs> You're going to be one of the only Thank people you. I know that life is just a musical. You will just burst into song. <laughs> and it's like schmigadoon. You will just burst into song at any given opportunity. I've, I've often thought about that. Like if, if my life was to be able to... You know, to be projected in in a kind of way, it would be a musical, mm-hmm. um, and I would ha- I would have to think about what particular songs, you know, w- we would play mm. uh, play out in those moments. Um, but yeah, I often think of that, and I, I have a. I have a little giggle to myself. In fact, sometimes I'm like, I see it, but maybe maybe it's not a good thing either. Mm. <laughs> you um, I wonder, are you the type of person too who, when like bad news or awkward news mm. comes out? Yes. You have the wrong reaction because you're always up and about and happy. Oh, that's so funny. I was just I was just having a conversation with Emily here. She's um, taking taking me around for mm-hmm. for the day. Um, but uh, I go really quiet, mm. like really interesting quiet, where I look off into the distance. If if there's something like chaotic mm. that is just not going the right way, and and um, it's just not the day, I go. Super, super quiet, and it's really weird for me. Um, but I'm also not in the room, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, I'm mm. like, I'm not there, <laughs> I'm just walking out into the distance, just trying to think of something else. <laughs> but we'll try not to give you any bad news because okay, we'd okay. like to be able to hear you talk in the conversation, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely for sure. How yeah, was Idol last me. night? Was big return, big return. Um, it brought back a lot of memories. I mean. I was 16, you know, when mm. I when I think back to that stage, I had no knowledge of music. I knew that I had the ability, I knew that I had this big voice. I just didn't know how to use it. So like the tools that I, you know, and the tricks that I picked up um through this that platform um was you know, I I can't deny it. Like it helped me so much as a 16-year-old mm. who was still discovering herself, still growing as a young woman. And, um, and, and developing, I was in a definitely developing stage and, um, you know, just looking at the finalists and, and, um, the artists that were, were there, yeah, brought back so many memories of just being, you know, really super innocent, quiet and, um, just ready for the world, but not knowing how. So, um, yeah, I I can, I, I do, I did feel for them. I did feel for them in the sense of. There's just such a big world out there, you know, with, uh, you know, there's these all these walls with, you know, supportive people. And then, you know, once you're outside of that door, it's like it's your responsibility in the real world Mm. to just go out and, you know, learn as much as you can, ask questions um, and be yourself at the same time, you Mm. know, because you're, you're, you're picking up all these different energies. You're meeting people every single day and there's just a lot. You're going to pick up a lot of different other um, tricks that other people use and other people's experiences, yeah. but then you're going to have to factor that in into your own journey. What that what what that is for you. Um, so you know, I hope that message came across last night. But um, it's just being yourself mm. as much as you can, as much as it's chaotic and it's crazy, and you know, you're picking up different energies. Just um, 
try as much as you can to have those little personal moments when you're when you can just breathe when you're by yourself and then just recap. Um, or just, or just shut up and again. stare off into the or, distance. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, me, or, or me, yeah, just be, you know, tend to go real quiet and look off into the distance. Can, can I ask you, Jess, because you, you're yeah. a deep thinker and, you know, you've been very open and honest mm. and um, about your journey as an Indigenous woman. Yes, um, yes. We've got this vote coming up um, that they're talking about with an Indigenous yeah, voice, voice into... Um, Parliament. The voice into Parliament, yes. Which is, sure. it's going to be a huge moment f- for our country. Is, is that something Massive. that you and all your family are sitting down and discussing what that would look like it's for your huge, community? It's huge, yeah. And it's a must conversation because mm. there are so many different First Nations group groups around the country. And I think when I think about a voice, I think of like my elders. I mm-hmm. think of my uncles, my aunties, and my ancestors that came before that paved a pathway. So I generally think it's... Yes, my voice is important, but their voice, because they came first, mm. they've experienced so much and there's so much of a change. Mm. Um, they, they've seen it all. They've seen the 360. So um, I listen to them. Mm. Um, and I always think, you know, people come to me, um, you know, being a First Nations um, woman, people automatically come to me for an answer. And I'm like, I don't have those answers, mm. but um, I'm going to go sit down with my 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 elders and, and have that conversation and listen to them because they've come first. And I think it's mainly a respectful thing. Yeah. And I feel like that's what the d- conversation at the moment is, is that, um, yes, we need a voice in parliament, but we need many. We need many voices because there's so many different um, groups mm. Um that have issues and circumstances and it's very unique. Everyone's got a unique path and story. And so it's really about an, a, um, inclus- an inclusive conversation when it comes to um, a voice. Um, there are many voices. So I think, I think the, the, uh, the real main um, message here is that we're listening to those voices. Well, look at that one. Abby's not here. We get real deep. None of this fluff stuff. I know. Look at us go. Look at us go. And yeah, married life, treating you well. We're saying off oh, air before you're like, yes. it's very different. It is very different in a way that um, it really kind of has, you know, not, not so different, but um, I think just bringing our families, you know, together, that whole ceremony was, was really important to mm. have everyone that we love to witness that, you know, we, we, you know, we're going to take care of each other. We're going to look after each other, you know, and we're going to promise that. And we had, you know, we have been even prior to, uh, you know, the, the wedding ceremony, like we'd been together for 15 years. Mm. And, about um, time, and, Jess. About bloody time. <laughs> yeah, I think that too. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just so glad that we were able to still have our families and our elders to have witnessed that, you know, 15 years later. <laughs> Well, hey, yeah. who is your dad? Like, oh God, finally we're here. My dad, yeah, no, my dad was was yeah was over the moon, and my father in law as well. So they were like about oh, time. Great, great. Well, hey, your new time. single right here, right now. It is out now. Always a pleasure to chat to you, Jess. Thank Thanks you, for coming my on. Thank you, big love. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You guys know that when we are, are not together, mm. if I go out separately, people will ask about you guys. Mm. Um, you know, as if we're all such good friends, and we are all good <laughs> friends. But when I'm by myself um, in the wild, mm-hmm. and I love people that listen to the show, sometimes they don't know if it's me because I'm not walking with you guys. Yeah. But something happens quite a bit, and they go, Abby? And it's happened to me at a tennis tournament recently. Right. Because I was talking to a lovely guy, didn't really register, didn't really talk about anything. It was just tennis. Mm. And then um, 
my son was coming to me and he was a little bit angry after a game, so I like to do my firm talking, you know? Your mum voice? My mum voice. Yeah. And I was like, oh, for God's sake, Finn, <laughs> seriously, just let it go, okay? And then he goes to me, Abby from B105. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, what? Uh, and he goes, oh, I've just recognised now. It's the voice you use with Matt and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I went bright red. I was like... <laughs> Oh, really? I, lo- I love it. You have your Abby mm-hmm. voice, then you have your Matt and Stab voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> then when I was talking to you, you goes, oh, it all makes sense now, but I was trying to think, how do I know you? How do I recognise you? And as soon as you started yelling, it just dawned on me. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's hilarious. So. Apology accepted. No, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Same thing happened to me. I was walking with Gus and I was like, hello, Gussie, hello, Gus. Stab, I reckon that's your Abby and Maddie voice. <laughs> What's yours, Maddie? What's yours? Mine. Um, oh, you sound like a 14 year old boy, Maddie. B105. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You would have seen um, all over the news last week, it seemed, it was being reported that Australia was looking to shut down TikTok. They've already, I, I believe they uh, have stopped government uh, employees using it. Right. Um, America wants to shut it down. You nervous? No. No? No, my Insta's popping off the yeah. moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's it's interesting, right? Because mm. you, it would have, only about a year ago, Mark Zuckerberg went into a US congressional hearing and they all grilled him mm. over what was happening with data um, or data, mm-hmm. as they call it in America, um, and who it was being sold to. And I, I don't know about you, but I know mm. when I go to any website... Mm. And then I put my details in. Mm. I scroll all the way to the bottom of the terms and conditions, click accept, having not read them, yes. fully well knowing yeah. that they are going to sell it to someone and I'm going to get harassed. But you also know that you don't have any information that is valuable for the bringing down of a nation by another government. Absolutely. I think. They would be bored. I mean, I assume that. I don't know you 100%. <laughs> Everyone's got little... You don't know Skeletons me. in the closet. You might know who <laughs> killed JFK. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Uh, so in America, they're trying to shut down TikTok. Mm. Entirely um, or just for the government officials or for everybody? For everybody. Right. There's 150 million Americans mm. on TikTok. And right. they were sort of saying that um, they believe, from what I've heard in this congressional hearing, mm. that the Chinese Communist Party is using TikTok to melt the minds of the American people. Sway them. And sway them over to China. Mm. Um, and it's, America can be so comical because watching it, you've got all of America, you've got your Texans, Mm. you've got, you know, people from New York, it's all the Senate and they get in and they grill. Um, Shou Chu is the guy's name. He's the CEO of TikTok. He's based in Singapore. Mm -hmm. Um, and they get in there and they just ask him all these questions. And what I didn't realize in, in these hearings, what they can do is if they don't like the answer that they're getting back from the person they're grilling, because mm. they only get a certain amount, they get like five minutes to mm-hmm. ask their questions, they can just go, I reclaim my time, which yeah. means stop answering, and then they ask another question. Right. Which I thought, wouldn't that be great when we were interviewing celebrities, mm. when they give us a nothing answer to something, and we know we've only got five minutes with them, we mm. go, I reclaim my time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so again. So if it was like, you know, uh, how are things going with your relationship? Well, writing this third album, I decided to go... I reclaim my time. 
<laughs> I'm in. <laughs> we want to get to Harry Styles now, okay? <laughs> I've got some clips that have popped up online that I've just got to play to you because mm. they're they're comical. And look, I, I've, I'm not I'm on TikTok, mm. but I have no emotional connection to it. Mm. Like I'm whatever. Mm. Um, I just think it's funny the way they go about it. So this is the CEO being questioned by. Dang, dang Americans mm-hmm. about how the app works and try to make it seem like it's so bad mm. that they should pass legislation to shut it down completely. Does TikTok access the home Wi-Fi network? Only if the user turns on the Wi-Fi. I, I'm sorry, I may not understand the So if I have a TikTok app on my phone and my phone is on my home Wi-Fi network, does TikTok access that network? It will have to, to get access the network to get connections to the internet, if, if that's the question. Is it possible then that it could access other devices on that home Wi-Fi network? Congressman, we do not do anything that is beyond any industry norms. Um, I believe the answer to your question is no. It could be technical. Let me get back to you. Okay, I'd appreciate it. That, that that seems to be information that he should have researched before getting there, so he knew the answer to that question. Do you know, do you know how the internet works, yeah, bud? Yeah. Why is this on my Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. How did it get my Wi-Fi password? Oh, it gets better. Oh, it gets better. As a conservative from the great state of Texas, I am deeply concerned because every time I use the Tic Tac application, I am served nothing but dancing, homosexuals, fluffers, and drag queens. And I'd like you to explain right now how algorithms work. I want to see his algorithm. What was it? The Tic Tac was the first thing. Yeah, the Tic Tac. So that company's already annoyed but being dragged into this when they're just trying to freshen your breath at one calorie per drop. Uh, and then, what was it? It's fluffers, homosexuals, and drag queens. Wow. Now, I haven't seen the answer, but I would love to hear him answer it because the way the algorithm works mm. is whatever you search, look at, like, and share mm-hmm. is what it serves you. So, Mark Conservative from the great state of Texas, <laughs> what's in your cookies? <laughs> um, and then this one here, which, <clears throat> you know, what... Um, what's America's greatest problem? Guns. Exactly. Mm. You know, they're sitting there and they say, you know, that this app is, you know, aimed at children. It's evil. It's evil. Mm. And there, there have been some issues um, online on, on all sort of platforms of challenges, you know, mm. where kids are um, drinking stuff they shouldn't and okay. doing dangerous things for life. Pods when everyone was eating po- dishwashing pods and stuff. Yeah. Stuff they like come that. Come and go from time yeah. to time. And, you know, it is unsafe and it's something we do have to be careful of with our children. Mm. But just hearing someone from the US Congress go on and on about the children. Mm-hmm. Why is it that TikTok consistently fails to identify and moderate these kinds of of harmful videos. Why is it? Why is it that you allow this to go on? We've already heard, God bless you, from parents who lost children. Everybody up here cares about the children of this country. Do they? Mm. Do they? Mm. That's a good point. You think they'd be more worried about banning guns and sh- uh, high school shootings than an app? Of yeah. course. I'm not, at least first. I'm not saying questioning social media isn't mm. something that needs to be done. But mm. look in the mirror. Mm. Like, how many shootings go on in that place and they're not sitting around? All of those people have the power to absolutely wipe out guns in that country. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So what do you reckon is going to happen? Is this still going? Are we following this? Should I get some popcorn? Uh, grab some, because yeah. we might be back tomorrow. Ooh, spill the tea. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We're beautiful like diamonds in the sky. This is Australian Idol. You're in the 
Yeah, the Aussie iconic show, Aussie Idol, it came back this year and last night was the big moment. The winner of Australian Idol 2023 is Royston. Royston joins us this morning. Congratulations. Hi, how are you guys? We are good. Actually, speaking of how everybody is, we do have to start by asking, how is Phoebe? Because she had a little bit of a tumble when she was going down to uh, stand in front of the judges. Oh, yeah, no, I know. I'm not sure how at the rap party. She seemed so fine. She was okay, and she took it like a champ. You know, I'm so proud of her. And, um, yeah, no, she did. Amazing. Uh, I know what's happened here. Yeah. You mm. won at Royston, so you're, it's all about you. You've got the recording contract, but she goes, I'm going viral on TikTok. <laughs> I'm going to trip over on purpose just so people are still talking about me tomorrow. <laughs> clever. Very clever. Nah. <laughs> uh, nah, she's, she was so, like, devil, but, like, you know, she took it like a champ, yeah. <laughs> she didn't even say it should be memed. Meme me. Meme yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to get you on because we were watching and uh, my daughter made a point of watching a very special show for you because your um, teacher, Miss Stewart, is actually my daughter's yeah. teacher at uh, Barden State School. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Wow, really? Oh, my God, that's so full circle. I'll have to tell Miss Stewart that. <laughs> and I did say that. I said to my daughter, actually, Royce, and I said, if you ever win Australian Idol and you thank your teacher and not me, I will disown you. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so you're a brizzy, brizzy guy, which you, which is what we love. You've just won a hundred thousand dollars, a recording deal with Sony Music. <laughs> you're very lucky too. We, there's a big lineup of superstar judges this year: uh, Kyle Sanderlands, Megan yeah. Trainer, Harry Connick Jr., um, Amy Shark as well. Yeah. Just imagine, Royston, you are on a city cat um, on the Brisbane River and something <laughs> happens and it starts to sink and you're the only person who can swim. What order do you <laughs> save the judges in? Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are you serious? Ah, yeah. Dead set. Dead set. Um, These are the big questions you're going to get now that you're a, a superstar. Well, Megan first, obviously, because she's pregnant. Good answer. Um, and she has a kid. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think yeah, Harry has children, too. Mm. Um, but they're older. So Megan, they, they wouldn't miss him as much. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so Megan Train is first off the boat. All yeah. right. Harry, Amy, and Kyle are still standing there waving their arms. Um, then I'd probably do... Oh, this is hard. Why are you so <laughs> I think I would do Amy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's your reason for Amy seconds? I don't know. She's just she's just so lovely, and I've connected so much with her and mm. all her comments. I mean, I've done it. I've connected with everyone, so mm. it's it's hard. To she, she'd be my last one because Amy Shark. Obviously, she can swim. You would hope, oh, yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. All right, so you're you're a gentleman. You've women and children off the boat first. So now it's between Harry and Kyle. <laughs> Keep in mind, Kyle said that he wouldn't talk to any of the contestants after the show was wrapped. So I mean, it's pretty an obvious choice there. But he does um, have the biggest radio show in Sydney. That's true. So you require him to play your music. Yeah, and he has a little baby. Yeah, all right. Mm. So I think I'll go Kyle and Harry. The other thing you probably got going on is because you are from Mapoon, which is a small little town, about yeah. 400 people. You've just won 100000 yeah. bucks. You're going to get some messages from some people you don't remember from back then uh, hitting you up, I reckon. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, they're all so supportive of me. And um, yeah, I saw videos and footage of them like cheering and just going crazy. And, you know, it just, it's so special. And I just can't believe I'm able to, you know, help inspire the next generation up there and just everywhere around Australia. But it, because, you know, I'm so passionate about like people in remote Indigenous communities because we don't get a lot of opportunities, you mm. know, and, and, and kids there don't get to see like a whole different aspects of different lives and stuff. And mm. for them to see someone that looks like them on TV and doing this, it's just, it's, it's everything. You know, I remember seeing Jessica Malboy on, on Australian Idol and how that, started something in me and the fact that you know i get to do that for other kids and just seeing their faces light up it just it just means everything and it makes me so emotional and yeah i just can't believe i'm able to do this it's, it's pretty wild how good well jess is actually joining us later on in the show we're going to be talking to her so um because she performed oh, awesome. last night i got to meet her for the first time yesterday and i was almost gonna cry but i was like okay Rosa, you need to pull it together and act a bit but like cooler, <laughs> not, not <be> weird. <laughs> All right, so if we put Jessica Malboy on the city cat as well, would she go above Megan Trainer? <laughs> um, that, yes, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I love her. <laughs> well, congratulations. Um, you're a real talent. You should be proud of yourself. Thank you. Um, your entire life is about to change. So enjoy it. Um, because the hard work's on its way. So just enjoy it for the moment, and we'll be talking to you soon. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks, mate. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Matty, can you um, pause the music playing underneath us? Because you're going to want a cold copy of this. I think you were right. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. It's all we need today. In fact, let's let's, let's wrap the year up. Uh, no. um, what about? What well, a- your family once came to you and said, we would like to get a dog. And you said, what? Oh, absolutely not. Mm. And what was your thought process behind that? People have this misconception about me that I hate animals. Mm. And I don't. Mm. What it is, is I know they're a huge commitment, especially dogs, mm. because they need to be ran, they need to be fed, mm. they hurt themselves, they're very expensive. Very expensive, yes. And eventually you have to say goodbye to them. Yes. And you don't want to put yourself in that situation, which is fair enough. You seemed tired this morning, but I didn't think, you know, it seems... <laughs> Blisters on my hands from all the digging. No, it wasn't that bad. But uh, we were going, we're going to Melbourne uh, this weekend. We went to Melbourne for a wedding. Yeah. Uh, and it was a pretty um, tight turnaround because Kat had a gig on the Friday. The wedding was on the Saturday, but Kat had a gig on the Friday night. So we had to leave Saturday morning. Uh, and we got in. She races to a friend's house, gets ready. We turn around, we go back out to the wedding. Mm. So it was really sort of had to be by the numbers, by the book. And on um, Thursday night, we had another dog staying with us, uh, looking after him. And the boys were playing in the backyard. And I heard like a yelp that once you once you become a doggy parent, you learn to understand how they communicate. And um, as, as a doggy dad, as a doggy father, you learn to interpret their little huffs and puffs. And yeah, you know, I, I think the same thing. Mm. You, I, I see other people's newborns, and I think I don't understand what they're saying. Exactly. But apparently, somehow, the mm-hmm. parents just know. We just know. Yeah. We just know. We're, we're in tune. With yeah. our creatures, and he did. He made a bark that was like a bit, bit too much. It was something that had happened, right? Something had happened. So I went downstairs and I gave him the once over, uh, and he seemed fine. He he seemed that he was okay. He was a bit. He jumped up on me and was like wanted to cut. I was like, okay, but I don't know what's going down. And then just as I was going to bed that night, I had a brief another look at him, and he had a little bit of blood on his um on his cheek. And I was like, oh, he did get you. He's got a little bit of blood. And then I went, oh no, and I flipped his gum up, and he'd actually he's got a hole in his cheek. The tooth has gone straight through and poked out the other side, and he's got a massive hole mm. in his in his jaw. Now, straight away, I'm thinking, 
well, like, I don't know how serious it is. I'm not a vet, obviously. Mm. Um, so I don't know if this requires, like, is he going to have to have surgery stitches? You know, is, is he going to have to, because I'll have to take him in on the Friday. We'll have to pick him up on Saturday morning. I'm already supposed to be on a flight at this time. Yada, yada, yada. Expensive. Expensive. You walk through the door of a vet and you're already parted with $500 yeah. cash. Yeah, yes, indeed. Well, we even, because he has done this so often, there was a time where he was playing, uh, chasing a ball, and he's caught himself on a stick and he's actually ripped open his shoulder. He's such a moron that he ran around for another 20 minutes not realising that that had happened and I saw it was like almost like you could see the flesh and the muscle underneath uh, and he had to get sewn up from that so he's already like I walked into the vet on Friday at about 11 o'clock I went straight home from here and took him straight down because I wanted to if we could get it if anything needed big to be done we had to get Are it Are you on early. a first name basis with the vet now? We walked in and everyone was like Gussie! And I'm like that is not what you want from it. I mean, I appreciate it. That's Mortgage great. payment. Thank you. Get him in here. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we pay this extra. This, this, like, you can be a part of a club. I think you pay like 400 bucks a year and it brings stuff down. So after all was said and told. It called, w- that's called insurance, mate. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Isn't <laughs> insurance a form of gambling? I don't I'm, know. I'm in a club too. Yeah. Yeah, Booper. Yeah. It's a great club. This is a good club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all said and told, it would have been 400, but because we're in this club, it was 200, but still expensive. And, and those sort of, that, that sort of charge where it just could happen at any given time without you having anything to do with it and it has to be done you don't have a choice no, you know if it's your course. last 200 it's still going to the vet because what else are you going to do um and he is a bit vet shy uh just after the last time because they did have to take his temperature and they did do it the old-fashioned way and he was not a fan of that obviously doesn't take after his father but so he walked in and he was just a bit on edge a <laughs> little, little bit looking at them like don't you don't you do do anything to me and they did and all they had to do was uh, you know they, they had to get out a little razor and shave his little shave his little thing and give him a little shave and uh, in the end it was all just Were you sad that you, you weren't the father who got to teach him to shave <laughs> they took that moment from you mate well I did actually say to him because he didn't like it I said oh come on mate, I have to do this every second day calm down it's not that big a deal it's not that big a deal uh, and in the end they just got um, um, they gave him some pills to take, and uh, that was it. They cleaned it up, gave him some uh, pain meds and some antibiotics so it doesn't get infected, uh, so he could go on his sleepover with his other friend while we were away in Melbourne. We didn't have to worry too much, um, which was which was nice. Uh, but so he still got he's got a hole in his in his cheek, like he, he's eating food pops out of it. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. Does Rory get this kind of care? I mean, when she hurts herself, she does. Because I've heard you complain about getting calls from the school like, <laughs> Well, at least when Gussie gets, it doesn't really affect the rest of my day. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Uh, you flew to Melbourne on the weekend as well. Yeah. You were there for a wedding. Um, who'd you fly with? Uh, my wife. <laughs> Virgin. Virgin. Mm. Did you have to pay $7 to check in? I don't know. She checked in for me. So possibly. Why? What, what do you mean? Okay. So we. I flew down Friday mm. and I always like to check in um, the day before. Mm-hmm. And I do it because then you can get to the airport a little bit later. I only had carry on yeah. and you just go straight through. Mm. So you jump on the app um, Thursday afternoon when checkout opened up. Got on there, and if you want to, you know how usually you would go through, you'd already have your seats that that assigned, mm-hmm. and you could usually move yourself around the plane if you wanted to, if you wanted to go to an aisle, if you were quick mm-hmm. enough or whatever. It wouldn't let you do it. The only way you could do, um, like even select any seats on the plane, was to pay $7 per seat oh. to do it. 
Per seat? Per seat. And I was flying me and a mate were flying together. So yeah. it cost me $14 to check us in. Wow. Is that new? It, it must be. It said you can get um, seat selection for free if you check in three hours before. Right. So what I did on the way home is um, three hours before I got onto the app, went to check in, and it said, sorry, no seats available. You have to come to the terminal. Oh, for God's sakes. Right. Now, the only upside to it was... Um, because when you do the check-in, you either pay um, $7 to get a seat or you can pay $50 to upgrade to a, a business or an exit row. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, no one wanted to pay $50, so I automatically got the exit row. Right. But I was like, oh, is that what we do now? We pay $7 to check into our flight. They'll try to get you anywhere they can, won't they? And I didn't know. I, I hadn't flown a long time, so mm-hmm. it must have been a new thing. Mm. The other thing that's getting me at the moment is, do you use the, the QR codes when you go to restaurants? Yeah. When you go to a pub, you can get yourself um, drinks or whatever at your table. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's really handy. I like it. It is excellent. Mm. I enjoy it. But you've got to be careful because when you uh, do use that, it automatically selects a tip at payment. You have to unselect the tip. But you're doing all the work. Exactly what I think. <laughs> Why am I tipping you? I'm serving myself. Yeah, we've cut out the middleman. Exactly. And the middleman exactly. is who you tip. Exactly. For being the middleman. And I'm up for tipping. Mm. I will often tip. If I have a waiter and they have a bit of banter mm. and they, they have a bit of fun, mm. I tip them. Mm. And I quite often like to give them cash mm. rather than do the tip at the end because I don't want them to share it. Mm. My tip, I want to go to the person who deserves the tip. Mm. But I was like, how many places are these hidden little things these days? I think the biggest one is concert tickets. Oh, God, yeah. Because even a lot of the bands have gone, how much did you pay for tickets? That's not how much I charge, but then all the add-on little things, you know. Yeah. Even so, I saw a man of mine put up on, on um, Instagram the other day. He uh, bought tickets and he was going to download them, and it was $5 to do the print-at-home version. Do they supply ink and paper to <laughs> exactly, that? Exactly, exactly. That's all your gear that you're using. So and you, they're charging you for that. You pay five bucks extra to get it to get the email. Mm. Which is there's no labour involved there. As soon as you press that button, it just sends it out not. automatically. Of course not. Yeah. In fact, it's going to cost me money to print. I've the fact he's got a printer in his house is even amazing. And yeah, that's a very good point. And you know what it's like. It does. And this is how they get you because that's not that much really. But if everyone has to do that, then that's a pretty penny that they're mm. raking in for actually doing nothing at all. Here's what I want to ask this morning, mm. because I think we need to let people know this. And I reckon that the table one with the tip, no one would be looking at that. No. Because you just, you know what it's like, you put in all your details, yeah. you put in your credit card, you're like, I'm just thirsty. Mm-hmm. Tap, 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 trying mm-hmm. to get through. 13.10.60, what hidden costs have you seen mm. around the place? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I said I had one for the girls outside because, Ash, you shop at Aldi, Um. Yeah, I love Aldi. To be fair, Aldi are upfront about this and they do have signs around for it. When you pay for your shopping at the end, Mm. what do you do with your card? Oh, I scan it. Is there a surcharge? Do you tap? Yeah, I tap. Yeah, they have a surcharge. What if I insert? If you insert, no surcharge. I'll be inserting from now on. (laughs) Good on you. (laughs) Because you, people don't realise your debit card, when you tap it, it mm. works like a credit card. Mm-hmm. So they, you get a credit card surcharge at a lot of places for doing that tap. Mm-hmm. So always insert to save yourself money. Okay, I will. Thanks, Matty. You're welcome. Words to live by. Carrie and Yarrabilba, <laughs> what hidden fees have you found? I'm going, what? So I ordered my child's school photos mm-hmm. and I opted for the digital copy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It got emailed to me. And I got charged postage. 
For an email? For an, for an email. So I got charged $10 postage, and once I you know, went to check out and I paid for everything, I was like, hold on a second, mm. it's getting emailed to me, then, then why am I paying postage? And I actually emailed the company and said, you know, why am I getting paid postage? And they were like, sorry, we can't do anything about that. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. And they charge yep. you a fortune for that digital one too, because they know you're going to go and print about 8,000 copies of it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I was quite surprised when I um, had to pay postage for an email. So. Wow. Oh, well, good on yeah. you. Hey, and you know it's Make It Rain Monday. You were waiting for that at the start, yeah, weren't you? You, you were. got your tickets <laughs> to Pink. Congrats. Yeah. Yay, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Get on the air. Get tickets to Pink. Her third show has been announced at Suncorp Stadium. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're quite happy about that because we just found out that when we email them to you, we're going to make 10 bucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Melanie in Tanamera, you have also won doubles to Pink. So congratulations. Hey, this is Pink. <laughs> Are you there, Melanie? You're yeah, off, she's... off phone. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cut out a bit there. That's all right. Okay. We might have to come back to you. Your line's not too great. Uh, hey, Linda. Hello. Hey, look, we're trying to do a bit of a phone topic here, but it's all about pink. You got <laughs> yourself tickets. <laughs> now, when have you discovered hidden fees? None here. We won't charge you anything for those tickets. What about your hidden fees? Um, online, when you order things, they up the price to give you free shipping. Ah. What do you mean? So, like, they'll actually... So you'll see it for twenty dollars. Yeah, but it'll be like twenty one dollars, so that you don't you get like free shipping. Ah, mm. oh. I've ever seen that, you know. And it's not a hidden fee technically, but it is still. I, I don't know how they come to that total. But say you buy something for ten dollars, and the um, postage is thirty, and you're like, well, no, I'm not exactly. I'm not yeah, do that. it's usually a yeah. hundred dollars, don't they? Everyone tries to say like, hey, spend over a hundred bucks, and you'll get free shipping get on free everything. Shipping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good on you, Linda. All right, we're back to Melanie. Have we got you there. All right. Well, you only get the one set of tickets, even though you're on twice. <laughs> uh, but hidden fees, what did you come across? Um, like I booked tickets to go to the movies online, mm-hmm. and I'm having to pay, if it's gold class, like three bucks a ticket just to do that online instead of in person. Yeah, right. I wonder it's why, insane. Uh, but, I mean, you do it because you want to make sure you've got it. Mm, and if you get it, it's sold out. Mm. Exactly, but if I go in in the morning, mm-hmm. or if I go in any time, any day to book the tickets in person, even in advance, no fee. Well, no fee. And, I mean, gold class isn't cheap to begin with, either. No, that's no. right. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Jeepers, creepers, what a crazy Friday night it was for everyone in Brisbane town. You really missed a trick, actually, uh, Maddie, because it was unavoidable. It was totally, you would never be able to plan it. But you're such a massive Broncos fan, and it was history in the making, and you weren't in the city when this all went down. No, I'd gone to Melbourne um, to see Morgan Wallen perform, mm. um, and I had kept my eye on the score throughout the concert. Mm-hmm. And then when I got home from the concert, I did watch the cut down right. on KO. Mm. I watched the mini. Mm. But from all accounts and from what I saw... An amazing game. It was a great game, and I think the Dolphins can be very proud of themselves. It wasn't a walkover. It was a battle to the very final, and it, they played very well. There wasn't much in it at all. It was really quite epic, and and you were right. It did feel it had the intensity, I think, of a, of a state of origin. The hit-ups were phenomenal. Everyone, uh, the forwards on both sides of the teams, had a, had a great game, and it was just... it was. Let's, it, not, let's not take it away from the mighty Broncos. They won. In the battle of Brisbane. 
The first edition goes to the Broncos. But what a battle it was. Undefeated all season. All right, mate. You know I'm a Dolphins fan. <laughs> you just... You just jumped on the bandwagon. Well, it's it's the only bandwagon you can actually legitimately jump on because they haven't been around. It's not like, oh, they're doing well now, I'll support them. I was like, well, let's, let's go, boys. What happens when they start losing? Well, we're still going to be fins up? Yeah, I'll be fins up. <laughs> they'll be slightly droopy fins, but they'll yeah, be up. They yeah. will be up. Yeah, I even yeah. saw uh, apparently the Broncos posted up on uh, social media. They said, uh, yeah, the, um, thank you for visiting the home of the Broncos. Have fun back in Finland. They um, And then they put uh, a map of how to get home on there. <laughs> So, but that's what's been fun yeah. about this is that it has been a fight. Mm. Like, and I think good natured, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 But the rivalry is, has been has been good, has been good. And then the other epic thing that happened was because that that had just occurred, and pretty much at exactly the time that game ended, I started getting um, texts and emails from friends that were at the Gabba. Because what happened at the Gabba? I've never seen anything like that before in my life. Well, the same thing. So we've got a group chat um, on our, for, for, for here, mm. everyone I'm in the office, and people text it and give zero context. Yeah. Zero context to what's going on. So I'm a few beers in mm. at Morgan Wallen, mm. keeping abreast of the Broncos, and then I just get a text message from the group going, the lights are out. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> the hell? Yeah. Um. The whole st- the stadium went dark? The state, there was a huge bang, and then the stadium went dark. Yeah. 20 touches for Brayshaw. And- oh, no. Oh, no. The power is out here at the Gabba. The crowd is extremely loud. We have absolutely no idea what is going on. It was chaos. It was really chaos because because of what had um, malfunctioned at the ground, they lost the ability to um, talk to the crowd. So they couldn't inform the crowd of what was happening, where what they were going to do, and they didn't even know what they were going to do for a while because it had never really happened before. How long was left on the game? Uh, that was the thing. See, let me ask you this if you were there because there was 12 minutes to go. The, Bron- uh, the Broncos, the Lions were 40 points up and a lot of people stayed. Now, uh, pack it up, boys. It, without even knowing how long it was going to be before. And they that was the other interesting thing, because at home, uh, the commentators were saying, look, they're now saying that if they can't get started in like 40 minutes, they'll call it. But the people on the ground... 40 gra- minutes? Yeah, man. But the people on the ground didn't hear that. So they're just sitting around not knowing any of this because there was no way to relay the information. At a certain point, they went, because they started to get the lights back, they got half the lights back and like, it's probably bright enough to play. But the side of the ground where the commentary box was on was still out. So they were like, well, if they start playing again, we can't commentate unless we all go down to the field and use the ground announcers, uh, Mike, and we all just share it. Okay. So, I mean, the big question was, and I know some of the... Who was there? Was there? Steph, you were there. Steph and Haley were there. Yeah. Was the, the bar, bar still open? open? No. Nah. Was there enough, there enough power, power to serve, to serve beer? beer? Yes, there was, and we did go. Oh, well, that's why everyone's staying. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if they said, so sorry, we've lost power. Mm. Um, there could be another hour before the game resumes. Bars mm. will open in an hour. That place would have emptied out mm-hmm. instantly. Mm-hmm. And it was very interesting, though, because there was a lot of stuff that you wouldn't even consider that came into play. Like, um, the, uh, look, both the coaches, I think, did not want to restart the game uh, because your players have cooled off. That's a big thing in professional sports. They, they weren't warm anymore. They, they relaxed, you know. And the other thing was then it, the question came into it. Like, they're obviously going to win, but then it does, it can come down later on in the season two percentages that can make a huge difference at the last few rounds to get into the eight and whatnot. Mm. So it was like, oh, what are we going to do? What do we do? What do we do? Did we work out, did they work out what the problem was? Yeah, the lights went out. 
Like, no, but that's that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, because one of them was on fire. One of them was on fire. I even texted my sister who lives at the apartments next to the uh, the Gabbro. I was like, "Do you know what's going on?" She goes, "No, but it's still too bright for me to go to sleep, so I'm annoyed because uh, it's going longer. <laughs> it should be over, and I can't go to sleep yet." Dolphins yeah. fan got angry and threw their fin at the lights on the way. Yeah. And and then the Tossed other thing, because you were like with forty points, you're like it's this is done, just walk away. But then they got within ten, you know, oh, in right. the twelve minutes. Yeah, right. so it was a oh. crazy, crazy time. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Well, a bit of a sad day indeed as another um, iconic Australian retailer goes down, shutting all of their 50 stores across Australia. And the last two shut yesterday. I'm talking about sanity. Now, kids... <laughs> Back in the day, right? Um, gather round gather and I tell you the legend yes, um, of the record store. Mm. Say you wanted to listen to a song. And instead of just being able to pick up your phone, go onto your Spotify or your Apple Music and search that song, and there it is, and you get it straight to your phone, you had to maybe even catch a bus into mm. a city or some sort of shopping district, and then you would go in and you would shop in a store that actually had the CDs and the DVDs in it. Remember the singles too? Mm. You'd go in and you could, the, on release day, it would come out and be on the shelf, and it didn't just have the one song on there. It would have, like, maybe one bonus track. The B-sides, yeah. And then there would be, like, maybe an acoustic version of that song mm-hmm. and a, or a remix as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. of the same song. And essentially, you just paid $8 for the same song four Five different times. ways. Yeah. And I happily did that, mate. Yeah, me too. I loved it. <laughs> and then it had a little booklet in it that you could read. Yes. It was sometimes with pictures of the band. Yeah. I still remember one that has a, a band that I got a, a CD of and it said, because, you know, they have the lyrics in the booklet. And yes. it said, please do not read along to the lyrics while listening to the music. What was the... Isn't that what you meant to do? That's right. the point of Yeah. So I made a point of doing that. Screw you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't the boss of me. Wow. <laughs> mm. do you, so they kind of pivoted, didn't they, when Napster came out mm. and ruined the music industry? Yeah. Um, and, and LimeWire was the other one. Mm. Then then they moved to DVDs sanity, I think. Mm, mainly. They had that. Mm. And then you've got to think, though, because, I mean, I know they have pivoted to and have a lot of other um, things, but the only one that seems to not be affected by all of this is JB. They've just gone from strength to strength, really. They, I think they pulled a massive profit last year as well. Yeah, but they've got a bigger spread, so they still do music, mm. like CDs and things, but then you can go in there and get a fridge, a Mac laptop. Yeah. They're like the Aldi of mm. the electronics world. But, like, do you, I, I had, and I was very proud of it, I had a massive CD collection, and they were all in um, alphabetical order and a date of release. Uh, Until and you had a party, and then some drongo ruined that for you? No, peop- my friends would ruin it for me on purpose because they knew how important it was to me, and okay. then I would spend the next afternoon resorting yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but I haven't bought a CD, I would say, at least a decade, I don't think. No. Yeah. Records apparently grow by hundreds. Records for the first time since 1987, last week, vinyl outsold CDs by a factor of a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of hip and cool now. Will that ever happen, though? Because it is cool now to have a record player Mm. and listen to music on record. Do you think in 50 years' time, everyone will be like... Maybe. You know? Gather around the old... Jukebox, yeah, essentially, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And then yeah. Discmans were the big thing, and then you could get Discmans without skip. Mm-hmm. And if you had one of those, you'd turn your skip on and then turn the thing upside down and shake it and go, look <laughs> yeah, how cool look this how is. how cool it is. Yeah. See, oh, God, that's embarrassing. Hey, what's that, what? Just Haley, mid-twenties Haley in the producer's room, frowning like, what are those two losers talking about? I was, I'm very confused, actually. I, I think I have an idea, though. Have you ever bought a CD? 
I haven't brought a CD, no. Mm. In your entire life? I've been never... gifted CDs. Um, I remember I... I think my first CD that I brought was like, I think it was like Fallout Boy, okay. but it was like a, a birthday present. Mm. And I had like a little blue CD player mm-hmm. that I rarely used. What was your first CD that you bought? Do you remember? No. Oh, no, I do. Silverchair, Frog Stomp. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Counting Crows, August and Everything After. How good. Mm. And the first vinyl I got, because my mum was massively into vinyl, yeah. I got the Back to the Future soundtrack. <laughs> I wonder why I was single for so much of my teenage life. And then everything, I don't know if everyone else did this. Did you ever have vinyl? Probably a bit out of your... We did. Uh, Mum and Dad had vinyl. Yeah, but you never had any of um, yourself? No, not until I later on started DJing. So like, how you got into Because I, I always, like, you'd find one that your mum hasn't played in years and you'd give yeah. it a bit of a crack. The old, zicka, 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 zicka. I have a play with it. Yeah, and yeah. then put it right at the back so she couldn't find out that you've ruined it for yeah. the rest and of it. Scratch the hell uh-huh. out of it, yes. Yeah. Ash, yeah. you're old enough to have been in a sanity, right? Yeah, I think my first CD was like a Pepsi chart hits or a hit machine yeah. or one of those. Mm. Yeah, and then every every um, season a new So Fresh would come out. So Fresh, hits of summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get through that. So Fresh. Yeah. I mean, I, you got to think they probably they probably called Nick Skits first to tell them that they were going under. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I Who's going to be most rent. affected by this? Can't pay yeah. my rent. And there's no, cars don't even have CD players in them anymore, no, do they? No. The last TV I bought that was just like a spare TV uh, for the spare room thing. I actually ran into your wife mm. when I was buying it, and I didn't know when I bought it. I just picked it. It was like two hundred buck TV. It wasn't going to do anything. It's got a DVD in it. A DVD player built yeah, in. Yeah, but that's the only way I've got anything to do like that in my house. And oh. I never use it because I don't have any DVDs. But, there you go. Yeah. And then what would happen now is when people want to, like, um, they would have some sort of themed party and mm. then they'd hang their CDs off the roof with fishing line. Have you ever seen someone do that? No. That before? No. They've got many, many uses. Oh, so you've seen that, Hayley. I've seen, seen them use as yeah. decorations. Yeah, like little disco balls. <laughs> Didn't even know they could play music. Wow. No, no. 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 Shiny coasters. <laughs> yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We're going to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow, guys, 28th of March. Mm-hmm. And um. some of your answers to help you get through are Gold, Germany, and we had to put him on Tuesday because he hates Mondays. Garfield. There we go. Uh, Righto. We will see you all tomorrow. Bye. Stop.